You're listening to Awakening with Rabbi Ami Silver on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Ami as he shares the wisdom of the Hasidic master, Rabbi Kolonimus Kalman Shapira of Piazetsna. Through the Piazetsna Rebbe's various works, Rabbi Ami guides us on a unique path of healing, transformation, and awakening to experiencing the divine that is steeped in the Jewish mystical tradition. Hashem learned two different things tonight. Um, the first piece is from the Rebbe's journal, Tzavazeruz. We're very fortunate, very kind of unique thing that P.S.S. and Rebbe wrote his spiritual journal for us. And he wrote it for us. It's not like his journal that was found and people read it, but he, it's clear just from some of the things throughout the book, in the beginning and other parts, that he's writing about his own inner experiences and processes so that other people will learn from him. Um, he opens by saying uh, how important it is to write out all of the ups and downs that your soul goes through, and, uh, and in this way you sort of like leave your spiritual legacy for others to pick up and and he gives an image of like wrapping yourself in the clothing of the of the one who left it for you. Huh. Um, so we'll start with this little uh, piece that he, he has here. That's a uh, pretty shy for this time of year. And I'm not gonna make any assumptions about people's Hebrew or background or whatever. If I use a word. If there's something out there that's not clear, please stop me and ask. Okay. Um, I'm going to read in, in, in Hebrew, but you can uh, I'll translate as we go, and there's also a translator here in English for us. So he says, I guess, it's the second piece in his journal. Im If your desire is to serve Hashem, and to raise yourself higher. <laughs> and for you to not be standing in your, when you're 70 as you were at your bar mitzvah, your bar mitzvah. Some things, you know, changed and grown <laughs> over the years. But, but you see what Rabbi is saying from the get-go, it's not a given that, mm-hmm. that this is going to take place for somebody, that spiritually they're going to actually evolve from, you know, the age of 12, 13. <laughs> There's a choice involved, if you want to. Do the following. Make, set a goal for yourself every year. Um, Make a vision for yourself. Draw a picture, an image for yourself. Let's say your name is Reuven. What Reuven do you want to be in the coming year? What's going to be Reuven's achievements? What's Reuven's spiritual practice going to look like? What are Reuven's midot, um, character 
traits, personal qualities, going to be like in this year, the whole inner content of that envisioned self. What's it going to look like? This imaginary Ruven, this imaginary, uh, put your own name in there, hmm. is going to be your measure. To measure yourself by. How much is, are you still missing from that envisioned hmm. self? Are your, is your, your avodah, your spiritual practice, your service of Hashem, the ways that you're acting on a daily day on a daily basis, the things that you're doing, is it going to be enough to bring you to fulfill the Ruven of the coming year? So just before we go into that sentence, just wanna say something about that last piece. The Rebbe's giving us a measure. Right? And uh, to me part of what's powerful about this is we we can have you know we're entering into the most intense uh, part of our yearly calendar right now and it's possible to have um, some very powerful moments during this time and then like a month later or if it's if, if in my case it's usually six days later <laughs> four days later you know, it's like, okay, but like, where am I? And like, I'm back to, to what was before. Um, what actually kind of took place these last couple of weeks? Um, how can all of the hopes and sincere yearnings and prayers and, and hopes that I, I felt over this time, what's it going to look like? Is it going to materialize? It, was it an awesome Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, Torah? And then here I am, Ami again. So they would be saying, If you want to go somewhere beyond where you've been, there's something you've got to do to take yourself there. It's not a given that it's going to happen. And so he's saying, here's how you can measure. You can keep track. You can keep track of where you are and where you want to be. That's the biggest thing, is to set a goal. Personally, I'm not somebody who's so good with goals. So this is hard work for me. This, well, I'm good at setting goals, but to actually follow through and reach towards the goal that I set for myself. That's like a, a journey. So they're just giving us a model. So I like how the goals that he presents are not like, he doesn't say like concrete, like pick how many doth pegumar you're going to learn or mm. concrete. There, he talks about sort of more abstract ideas, like your meetups mm. and your accomplishments. So I mean, I think it, it, it's sort of like what we were saying before, there's a, there's a, there's a very much personalized mm-hmm. element. It may not right. just be about achieving. Mm-hmm. It may be about an internal process and right. working through that. Right, there's, so a, there's a, the whole open, the open field here. And if the next year comes around, and you measure yourself, and you haven't even reached the ankles of the, of the Ruvain of, of the new year that you had envisioned, it should be in your eyes as if, God forbid, you didn't live. Your days were not extended. 
can explain why. Only the Ruvain, only the version of you from a year ago or from even ten years ago is the one who's alive. And not the you of this year. We're living in the present as a past version of ourselves, as an old version. It's just sort of continuing mm -hmm. on, carrying on. So he's saying that's as if you weren't living. What's amazing is, based on what he's saying, what does it mean to live? What is living? He told us what's not living. What's the flip side? Becoming. Explain what you mean. So I guess living, living is, is not being static. There's a, there's a dynamic process going in as opposed to the flip side, which is, which is death, which is just the same sameness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any other? In addition, mm -hmm. there's a direction mm -hmm. to where we're moving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's already in much of life, mm -hmm. how we experience life, that we may feel stagnant. Mm -hmm. But what I hear here is not only is life your life not stagnant if you choose that it not be stagnant but you're just not moving to see wherever you go that's where you'll go mm -hmm. like you have an idea from Rosh Hashanah where you already want to be a year from now mm -hmm. so as you're moving we always have something to gauge mm -hmm. our journey our mm -hmm. maslul mm -hmm. yeah, we have the framework right? we have the mezgaret nachon always being what you're saying is always needing to be in control it, it sounds like like always, like not remaining stagnant, but like to be looking up and looking at the kibbutz. So I don't know. My impression was like to be in control and proactive, I guess, of the direction you choose to make sure you're always moving a certain way. I would be nervous to think that I'm going to be in control for a year. But I think what what we do have here is. Do you still, can you still hold a vision of yourself? Is there a vision that you're, I mean, little Yiska, what you're talking about, is there a vision that I'm headed towards? Am I going somewhere? Am I in this process of becoming, am I on a journey somewhere? Because to really do this for a year, you know, it takes a lot of patience, I think. Sounds so simple. It sounds so simple. <laughs> like, can you imagine if you, if you wrote, like, a, you ever been on one of these, like, summer... Summer camp program to write a letter to yourself, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So imagine making a picture of yourself and putting it on your fridge and then looking at it every day. Yeah. I I really love the language Sayar Batsmacha. Mm -hmm. Um as was Sayar Latsmacha. Like uh -huh. you're kind of like you're when you create that vision that vision of yourself, you're almost in that action you're creating yourself. Mm -hmm. You're actually like drawing something within you, mm -hmm. not just external. It's mm -hmm. like yeah, very much. These kinds of goal-setting things, at least for me, like when I actually write them out and do them, and they just they are able to materialize more because I've just by the act of doing them. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that not always that but the yeah. the the there is that giving yourself the opportunity to kind of pull out or flesh out that piece, that yearning, that aspiration. It's already starting something to be drawn out from you. Yeah, well, I think that now you're pointing out another meaning. Like, one meaning is like you're actually using yourself to draw this image, right? Mm -hmm. You're siring with yourself, with mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. parts of yourself. 
but also like the the Zayar ring action is happening within you. Like the change is already happening because you're doing this within yourself. Mm -hmm. So it seems like for, for the Rebbe to be really alive, to be really living, it has to do with having some kind of where I'm going. That's why I heard a radio interview with Reb Shlomo Karbach and the interviewer asked him, oh, tell us, you grew up in Vienna and you studied in Lakewood and you went to all these, tell us about your upbringing. And Shlomo said, everybody always wants to know about my past. Why don't people ask me about my future? Uh. <laughs> and it's like, so I just take that kind of as, a, you know, internally to myself. It's like, how committed am I to my own past? How committed am I to like mm. just the, the way I've been doing things? The, the status, my own status quo. How devoted am I to my status quo? Exactly. So this is very much, we'll see the, the next piece, we're going to learn a lot of these ideas. I think he's going to kind of flesh out in a broader way, but let's keep going here. Can I just add one more? Yeah, please. In response to what you said, Erica, about control. Can I just say one thing about that? When I meant control, I meant like, more, not like, obviously we have no control, but more of um, taking the pre, the pre, yeah, I don't even know. Proactive. Which one? To be proactive. proactive. Right, you use that word pro. When you use that word, in, I understand. In, in, in being mindful. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. So when I mean control, yeah. meaning like that conscious effort, like Deliberate. being in charge of yourself mm -hmm. and doing that conscious <coughs> effort, mm. um, and being mindful of your direction, um, that you're moving mm. up, you're going down, putting a conscious effort. I would even call it having a self. Being in touch with the self. Mm -hmm. Like there's other places where I'm just taking the, what the Rebbe's seeing here. It's like you're alive or you're not alive. You know, there's other other pieces here in the in the Tzavizir right. where he talks about, you know, if you're just washed through, washed up with like the currents, the raging currents of the, of the, of the world around mm -hmm. you, what self is there for you to even really relate to? Right. right. So I'm hearing like a similar thing here. If, if within my own world, within my own life, if I'm not working to to set a path for myself, if I'm not trying and striving towards some me that I have not yet been, what is the sum total of, of my life right now? I'm a body that's breathing and, and living, but I'm, I'm living in a past reality, in a preset reality. Yiska, you want to say something? What I love about this, what just so resonates with me, is once again the Vyasasana describes our relationship with Hashem as a shitfut. Mm -hmm. It's like Hashem is inviting me in mm -hmm. <clears throat> to being part of his own hashkacha pratit. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know a year. That's where the control, control comes in, right? Yeah, yeah, like he's in charge, but he's saying this as if he's saying, Yiska, I want you to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. You're not a cat, you're not a dog, you're not a flower, mm -hmm. you're not a drop of water. Mm -hmm. Which are beautiful creations, mm -hmm. but they're not a shitfut with their own briah. Mm -hmm. so, so, this is an invitation. So, what, what does, uh, mm. you know, Natan Tokef, we sang the Nigam before from Natan Tokef, and uh, we talk about how uh, all the angels are trembling 
and the shofar is going to blow, and here's Yom HaKadosh, <coughs> God is sitting on the throne of Zin, and you hear those images and the, and the quaking angels, and it's like, okay, um, like God with all of that infinite power and ultimate absolute imposition mm. on reality, creating and guiding reality is like, that is mukhlat, so that is the complete picture. And then at the end it talks about the books, right? And the books open, and it says, V'yad kol v'chotam yad kol adambo. V'chotam kol yad kol adambo, which means the signature of the hand of each person is in that book. I mean, we think what's happening on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is someone's writing my name in a book somewhere, and I hope I get in the right one. And I'm going to try to show like, that I deserve to be in a good one. <laughs> but the actual meaning of when we talk about writing in the book is that it's, we yeah, sign our name in a book. It's beautiful. Is that the books are open, and, and, and the avoda we're doing in this time of year is what book are you signing yourself in? There's actually a Gemara that's based on this. It's that Lashon, I don't know, it's a little bit backwards in my mind right now, but the, the, the hand signature of each person in there, it's, it's based on a Pasukun Iov, is a Gemara that uh, describes at the end of a person's life that they basically go through that person's actions and they sign, yeah. you sign off on everything. Sign off on everything. So Rosh Hashanah, we have like a, we have, we're, that I'm, I'm, I'm responding to this idea of the Shutafut in, in, in Deen, in, in dictating and scripting our reality, is that a deeper level of, of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and, and, and Silchus Torah, a deeper level of the Khatima is our involvement, our hands, our, our soul, our being, as part of that mm. process. And maybe it's even a question, how much of a partner are we going to be? Because you can be alive and not be a partner. You could just be written in the book of boring life, or of like dull reality. For, for the Rebbe here, that's called the book of not being alive. Yes, right? The book of, of having lived until this point and continuing to live the same way. For the Rebbe, he says, that's not, the, that's not what we call the book of life. Book of life means more than, uh, than potentially, the book of life means more than breathing. So let's see the, the way he closes here. The Avraham Zakein Ba Bayamim. Avraham was old, ba bayamim, he came in days. It's so beautiful the way he darshans his pasuk. Avraham shel hayom, haya shel hayom, veloha Avraham shel atmo. What does it mean, Avraham ba bayamim? He came in days. It means that every single day, the Avraham of today was of today and not of yesterday. So, I want to add here too that the, the Zohar says that whenever you have the, the Lashon in the, in the Tanakh, Vayihi Hayom, right? We say at the end of it, Hayom, 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 it's all this, the day, the day, the day, the day, or today, 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 today. Today. <laughs> the, like the end of Tevilah, what are we saying? Like today, today, today. It's like the only word you really need to hold on to by, at yeah. the end of the, the whole thing, right? But the Zohar says, whenever the Torah says, Vayihi Hayom, it's Rosh Hashanah. Whenever it says it was the day or it's today, that's Rosh Hashanah. That on some level, the essential core identity of Rosh Hashanah is present reality. 
It's like an, an intense encounter and engagement and living in the present. So even think, we have two days that are it's like called one day. It's two days. How did that happen? Well, it's an extended period of being present. It's an extended <laughs> capsule of encountering the Rebunoshua, of being in this world, standing before God, and living in a world with God. We do, we, we, that's what we're trying to do for two days. That's what we're trying to do for two days. Sometimes when I'm present and I'm in the world like that, I lose a bit of the, the Reuven. Like I, th- I think there's like a tension for me uh-huh. of like this like the Yesh and I and like coming into Rosh Hashanah and trying to like really be aware of the world and be present in the world um, is somewhat in conflict with like having a self mm. for me. What do you mean? I mean that if I have you know, me, I, what I want and what I need and all of that, that sometimes blocks me from, like, mm-hmm. waking up to God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, so I may, maybe I don't tell me if I'm misunderstanding you, but if I'm setting an image of what I think I want to be, maybe that kind of runs counter to really truly being present. Or when I'm really uh, truly present, that yeah. image of what I want to be is like, uh, Azov, like, uh, this, this is real me living. And that was an idea I had once. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the word that's coming to me is like, a, you know, projection. It's like we have, like, we, pro- we project, like, ideas of reality. And it's, so part of what's always, what I've always struggled with this piece to really put into practice and is, is, well, I might come up with, like, a false image. And what if, like, after, or what if even it's a good idea, but, like, three, we- three weeks later, it's like, you know, I'm in a different place. I want something else. And. So I don't or know, maybe, maybe, the, Re- maybe the Rebbe would smack me across the face and say, don't be so wishy-washy, yeah. you know, but, um, huh. but I also hear what you're saying, is that if, <clears throat> if you tell me the Avoda is to be ha- Hayom, so how does that jive with wanting, having a goal that I'm trying to get to every day? So I could take a step back and say that if we want to be Vindayak, and, and what the Rebbe is saying is, <clears throat> Abraham Shel Hayom means the Avoda stepping towards something greater that he's doing right now. He's Shel Hayom, he's not, I'm not allowing myself to be what I was yesterday, or where I was yesterday. I'm walking today because today is a new opportunity. And it doesn't counter the ability to have a goal. Um, But again, just to be completely honest, I'm, goals in me are like, uh, we're not, we don't, we don't work so, so fluidly together. I'm, I'm much more prone to, you know, shifting my, my direction and things like that. But, uh, but I also feel the lack in that. I feel the power of having a goal. And, and I would say, too, a goal doesn't have to be the sum total of my Maybe part of my goal is like, you know, I'm going to try to really be present. Right. <laughs> part of my goal is, I'm, I'm serious, you know. It's, uh, I think to think about this idea of goal in like an a overly narrow, no, it's, it's like important to be specific, right? What are the hasa goals? What's the avoda you want in your life? What is the feeling you want in your life? What is the growth that you're, you're, you're desiring? So on the one hand, it has to be realistic. 
and like within the realm of possibility for you. And at the same time, it, you know, it has to work with your personality. If your personality is like, I, I know that times I feel the most um, connected to to Hashem or the most sense of, of growth and, and the, the thing that I'm wanting is like more of a sense of just presence and, and being in touch with the moment so maybe that's, maybe that's part of my goal I think well as I was looking back at the language and he doesn't necessarily talk for some reason I felt like it was talking about who I will be next mm -hmm. Rosh Hashanah but it's mm -hmm. more about like each day of the coming year who will I be each mm -hmm. day um, well I think he does I think he does start with like a Picture. Oh, the Matara. He Make it the Sierra, word Matara. <laughs> choose a Matara. Choose a I just want to like take a step back and say I am in awe of people who can set a goal for a year and work towards that goal every day of the year. Yeah. Maybe some of you are people like that. I, I'm in awe of that ability. It's it's like there are certain things that if you want to achieve them, you can't do it. In another way, like that, there are not shortcuts to, to it, you know, and that could be things of tikkun That could be things of, of uh, like you were bringing up earlier, like learning, whatever it is. Like this is to me is a wake up call of this of building discipline and devotion. Okay, I'd like to, to move to the other piece in the Achmelech now. Uh, also mindful of our time and uh, yeah, the book. You want the paper anyway? I have the You like to take notes, don't you? Okay. What I do is I take notes in the book, but I have this okay. to make photocopies for students. Okay. But this is a different. This is a different page than we did last. Oh, time. oh this is not what we learned. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, important. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This is from Parshat Chai Sara. This is Sefer Derech Hamelach. Um, first, of all, I should ask you: from, Have you learned Pesach and Rebbe before? If you heard yeah. of him, okay. So. Derech HaMelech is a collection of his, primarily it's his drasha that he gave in like the 1920s and 30s before the war that were collected and printed like, you know, years later. I think, I think Dafka, a lot of these drasha were taken by students of his who moved to Israel. I don't, I don't think this, that these writings were buried in the canister with the others. I think these are the ones that were taken by Talmudim and, and published later in Israel. And then in the back of the book, there's a collect any letters they have of his and like smaller snippets of things and Joshua he gave and things like that. But uh, it's on a bunch of the parshiot, not all of them, and um, a lot of the Chagim as well. So we're in Parshat Chaisara. This is from me. Tafresh Tzadi Gimel which um, I believe is 1933. I think so. Maybe it's 23. I think it's 23. I think Tafshin is, is 1940. Um, so we're jumping here in the middle of the Josh, okay? Because it's just a kind of concentrated piece that I want to focus on. So we start, to, uh, let me see on the page. Page Yudchet. Let's see where it says Aval. 
אבל מה היא התשובה? מ"ה. מה? פייג' מה? זה העניין שלו. מה העניין שלו? מה העניין שלו? מה העניין שלו? מה העניין שלו? מה העניין מה העניין שלו? מה העניין אבל כבר דיברנו שראשית התשובה היא שינוי מכפי שהיה. What's the beginning point of תשובה? is a change from what was. I was, did, felt, thought, acted. Such way. And the process of תשובה begins with, with making a change in that, in that way. כלומר, הכוח שיוכל האיש להתגבר על עצמו ולומר רוצה אני בחדשות. אינטרנלי, תשובה is the power that a person has to, is very strong, להתגבר על עצמו, to transcend or overcome oneself. And to say, רוצה אני בחדשות, I want something new. It's almost like it, it, the self, the Atmo, doesn't want something new. Like most of the time we don't want something new. We're scared of something new maybe. Mm-hmm. And it takes Avodah to actually mm-hmm. want something new. So that's, in a sense, that's what this whole piece is going to be about. Mm-hmm. But um, what's awesome here is uh, what is Tshuva? It's the voice inside of you to say I want something new. It's the koach, it's the capability, the power of, of, of a person to say, I want something new. That is the beginning point of tshuva. It's, it's interesting because even, like the, the Rambam, his first step of tshuva is harata, harata, with regret, but this is even before that in a uh-huh. sense. This is like kind of the, the primordial goo that makes harata. This is like, a you don't even have to regret something. Right. You can just know you don't want to, you, you want it to be different. Yeah, and, and, and more than that, it's, it's the very capacity that we have to say, I want something new. The capacity within a human being to want something new. Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even infer that we did a Avera. Right. Oh, so you're already, you're already, you're already getting to, to, to the next places there. Thank you. Right, I want something new, not like it was until now. The ability to say that, the koach of that is tshuva. But tshuva kazu lo b'chotim bilvad. Not only sinners who have that ability or who say that. Rak bichlal gam ba'oved. Also, just someone who's an oved Hashem. You're serving God that you can have that koach as well. You can have that voice too. V'yefesha achad b'tshuva ma'asim tovim ba'olam hazem yikol chayelam haba. It says in Pirkei Avot. A single moment of tshuva ma'asim tovim in this world is more beautiful than the, all of the life of the world to come. She'en lomar sh'raka chotim yecholim nizkot v'sha'agdolak azu. It wouldn't make any sense to say only sinners can have that incredible delight of tshuva in this world. That's greater than all of the world. It's only reserved for sinners. No. Sorry, that's even greater than all of You see already how this is kind of in line a lot with what we saw in the previous piece. Somebody who doesn't have this koach, this ability, this force, to 
do it, Pastor. I don't know how else to say that, to yeah. erase it. Nullify it? Nullify it, I mean, yeah. In a sense to say, the past is no longer. Yeah. The past is no longer. A person who doesn't have the ability to do that, as omit tamid ma'amechad. So, that person is always standing in a single place. Im whether it's in their lackings, and even if the person, right, he said it's not, it's, it's for the sinners and for the non-sinners. Even if the person doesn't have such um, flaws, so they stay on this sort of low level in this kind of low status quo. Yeah, it's only somebody who has the koa the power of tshuva, the force of tshuva, the capability can ascend in their avoda. Can go somewhere new. <sighs> this, whenever I learn this piece, it makes me think of this uh, a shla, I once saw a teaching from a shla. The, there's a kind of often quoted midrash, Chazal, uh, Gemara, that whenever the Torah says Vayihi, it's Lashon Sar. And whenever it says Vayaya, it's Lashon Simcha. Mm. So Vayihi, Vimeyachash Virosh, Vayihi, is uh, mm. bad times. Vihaya, Im Shamoa, Vihaya, Kitavola, it's Vihaya, it's the time mm. of Simcha. So the Shala says, What's this about? No, they both kind of mean the same thing. <laughs> so. He says, the word yehi, on its own, yehi, right? yehi or, yeah, yehi rakia. The word yehi means let it be, let there be. And it's a rashon of future tense. It's a, it's a calling to something to happen. But what happens grammatically is when we say vayihi, it means, and it happened. Mm-hmm. You hear that? So you take the word yihi, which is talking about the future, and when it's used as vayihi, it's saying what should have been the future, it already happened. Whereas vihaya, the word haya on its own is a past tense. But when we say vihaya, it's talking about something that's going to be. Mm. So the Shah says, vayihi is lashon sar, because if you take your future and you basically bury it in your past and treat it as something that already is is done. So that's Lashon Sar. That's, a, that's, that's pain. But if you're able to take what has been and build it into a future, so then you have the Hayah. Then you mm-hmm. take Hayah and you make it a future. So basically, are you taking your... Are you, are you making a future from your past or are you making a past from your future? That's, that's how he says the difference. It's just such an awesome like uh, model for me to just hold in my mind, you know. Um, but this is a little bit the we're talking about the thing the vatel ta'avar. If you can't get over the past, so your future is going to be past also. It's a scary thing. Ve'hatshuva kadma le'olam. This is also Mama Chazal. Gemara that Shuva preceded creation or precedes the world. It would have to. Hmm? It would have to. 
because yeah. there's Hitachit. Yeah, exactly. And the world can't be created without Hitachit, otherwise there's no okay. world. I don't, I don't need to teach this, because you're just <laughs> saying everything that we're going to talk about. But, but it's good that we're all on the same page. <laughs> the, Rebbe, teacher, the, Rebbe, right. the Rebbe's teaching us all, Kanye. Kind of, we're, we're just we're sitting at his, at his, at his knees. Hatshuva kanma lalam umimele kodemet lachataim. So tshuva also has to, that koch hatshuva, it's something that exists before your sins too. Kizot ikar hatshuva lo alchataim bilvad rach koach avodah levatel atakodem. Because the main essence of tshuva is not just you did something wrong, now do it better or fix it. It's the koach avodah levatel atakodem. It's the capability, it's the power, the reality that is able to say that what's past is past. And that koach is something that has to, it, it precedes the past then. It's the ultimate past. It's before all of the things that it's coming to Mivata, right? If the reset button has to go, has to come before the, the tape even started. You know, there's, there's something that precedes even the mistakes that need to be fixed. And that's the Koach HaTshuva. Now he's going to speak it out a little bit uh, with, with Kabbalistic symbols. I'll do my best to just explain it in the way that we need to understand here. Which, would it be okay if I open the door? Yeah, please. I opened the windows and I didn't think it would be enough. Cross so. um, Take a chair maybe. to. Sh- well, yeah, it should open. It should stay open. Just pop it open. It's fine. I think it stays. Thank you. The high level of tshuva is a, <laughs> shares the aspect or it comes from the sphere of bina. Because bina is the place where the uncovering or the Revelation of the of, of creation itself comes from. Right? So I'm just going to bring it back to Isagma. Tshuva, Kadmala Olam. Bina is the place where the Olam comes from. Bina is the it's, it's another name for Bina is Ima, is mother. And so the place that the world is birthed from is from the mother. What's the beginning of creation? Breshi Paralokim. Shahashem Elokim, he me Eila. Bikinat me, Bina. I'm going to read to the end of the sentence and then translate it. Olam and Istar, Shabal, Reshit, Hitkalut, Shekaima, Alkopanim, the Sheila, Bara, Eila, Olam and Nigla. Okay, so what, does, what, what the Rebbe is doing here is he's paraphrasing a section of the introduction to Zar. Which takes the pasuk Breshi Bara Elokim and breaks up the word Elokim into Mi Ela. See that oh, wow. Elokim is Mi and Ela. Mi Mem Yud, who, right in English, Mi is is a, is another name for Bina, is another name for Ima, is another name for the Sfira. The question who. Eile means what? What does Eile mean? These. These. Uh, 
Yeah, the the creations of the, in the universe, the, right. the things. These stuff, stuff. So what we have here in Elokim, Breshi by Elokim, is me and Ela. You have who, and then you have all the stuff. So the Zohar says Breshi by Elokim. It, it rearranges the pasuk to say Breshit. Bara Elokim. It changes to say Mi Bara Ela. What's the beginning point? What's Bereshit? Mi bara ele. Which is also in Yeshaya. Yeah. Right. Yes. Look up at the stars of the heavens and ask Mi bara. Yeah. Exactly. Mi bara ele. Who created all this stuff? Or not talking, not speaking from our, our, our own sort of perspective, Mi, the sphere of Bina, bara created ele, everything that exists. Hmm. Okay, so Bina is the beginning point of Hikaluta Bri'ah, where, where creation is coming from. What he says here, Olamani star, right? Bechinat me. You're asking a question, who? Because you can't see. You can't see where these things come from. It's from a, a hidden origin. That's all, that's all Bina, that's all me. It's the beginning point where you can even just ask a question. Bara Eile, Olam That point of Bina is where all of Eile, where everything that exists was, is created from. Okay. Is it almost saying like the, the creation of the world is like the moment, or the, the creation of, of the world is like the moment in which we ask the question? Is it getting into Chuvah like... So, that's, Can I change that's not what the Zohar, that's not what it says in the Zohar, but that is, I think, a application of what it says in the Zohar. Sure. Right? Um, the ability to just ask. Try this sometime. <laughs> okay? Thinking um, about things as statements versus asking a question about it. Mm. And just pay attention to what it what goes on in your thoughts in your body in your perspective even in your senses like when you do that mm. it's there's a there's a true shift in terms of what we're talking about shuva change the ability to seek newness the ability to engage in renewal that it hinges on me it hinges on that question mm. um, but l- let's let's stick in in the various words here the whole creation. How is the world created? Through tshuva. Why? Because God was saying, I'm going to make something new that wasn't before. That's what the Rebbe said. That's what Koach HaTshuva is, right? I want something that wasn't yet. That's how God created the world. That's mi bara ele. Tshuva creates everything that exists. The Hamidrash Omer, Shibana Olamot Vechrivan, Din Hanayeli, Yaton Lo Hanayeli. Right, there's another Midrash that says when God created the world, God was creating universes and universes and destroying them. Universes and destroying them. Mm. Building universes and destroying them, saying, I don't like these ones, I don't like these ones, till Hashem got to this universe and said, I like this one. Right. According to the Kabbalah of the Arizal, this Midrash is all, uh, all talking about Shriyat uh, HaKelim, 
worlds that were destroyed. He said that's not what we're going to talk about now. But based on what we're saying so far, maybe it's possible to say the, the following. There's two qualities of tshuva that Hashem created in the world for us. Tshuva shel oved, the tshuva of somebody who's actively serving God. Even though it's been good until now, and Oved Hashem can say, it's not enough for me. I must do more and start serving God anew, like I never served God before. That's, that's the creation of the world, right? Where Hashem was mechadesh, mashalo hayad, adata. There's something more that I'm wanting. There's something more that I'm needing to, to do, to become, to create. That's one kind of tshuva. That's the first creation. Right before, before God made this world, everything was great. That Hashem created the world, created something new because Hashem wanted more. That's one kind of tshuva. That's the truth of somebody who's who's doing well and wants more. Avalgam lachote bara But God also created a kind of tshuva for sinners, for people who make mistakes. Shiuchal levatel etamikodim, to be able to undo what was before, to stop what was before. Zelotov rakze, to say, till now this wasn't good. This is the good that I want. And what's that? That's Bana Olamot Vehechriban. That's God creating worlds and destroying them. Saying those ones were not good enough. This one is, is what I want. And then right. they don't exist anymore. <laughs> yes. Gone. Well, Shrata well, Kaelin, but yes, you they're not a world. Shuba, they're not a world. They're good worlds, maybe. <laughs> The Rebbe said, we're not talking about that. <laughs> but just to, to sort of like simplify here, the Rebbe is saying there's one kind of tshuva, which is I'm doing good, but I, I just need more. And I want something new. And that's the kind of tshuva with which God creates the world, Yeshma'ayim. Uh, everything's great before there's a world in God, yet nonetheless wants there to be more, wants, and mm-hmm. wants a universe. And there's another type of tshuva, that's a tshuva for people who are doing pretty well and who want something new. And then there's another type of tshuva for people who have made mistakes. And that's the tshuva that has the koach levatel ta'avar, to stop the past in its tracks. And that tshuva, God created the world by building universes and destroying them, by saying this wasn't good. It's the ability to look at what is or what has been and say it's not good. This is going to be good. So when you when you say before that that's a different types of tshuva for people who are generally doing pretty well, just say some chashuts or some variety, mm-hmm. or but isn't it really there's always room for improvement and and no one's actually doing that great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, isn't. No, it didn't, I mean, I guess for me, maybe it is a chedesh, um to know about that, that for people that really are just doing that great. It's a chedesh to know there's people who are like, 
uh, pretty solid on their um, past, huh? No, like so maybe, so maybe there's maybe there's totally a chiddush. Um, you know, I always saw uh, I was learning something, I was able to learn like one thing this whole album. But um, no, one of the things that struck me is one of the things I was learning um, was talking about tshuva. You know, the different ways to look at it. One, not always trying to repent for what I did wrong and mm -hmm. really, but also the other way to look at it was the things that I did mediocre, the things uh -huh. that I did right. Did I really do it? Right. So, so as you're speaking about it, like, yeah, it's... Are we really defining people as being one or the other? Um, I think probably many of us have both streams yeah. going on. Mm -hmm. And we could probably identify... I don't know, I can even, like, reflect on my experience at Slichol last night. Of times where I was just, like, basking in connecting. And times where I've just broken. <laughs> well, the piece that said that broken was the real connection even <laughs> for the last week. <laughs> but, but I, I think that we have parts where, like, we're pretty spiritually healthy, and and there's an ability in those areas of our lives to feel the kochachuva, the urge of I want more, I want it to be more. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I have to live until avar. That doesn't mean I have to say what's been till now. There was, it's, I have to cut it off, right? No, I have to stop it. World. That is more, that's like, I need to, no, no. to push myself no. further. Whereas the other kind he's talking about is, is facing something that has been and really saying, something here that I, I need to stop. I need to mevatel. And, and want something that, that I am identifying as total. Mm -hmm. So the different people, the different actions, the different parts of us, the different moments and experiences, uh, let's say all of the above, I think. Is that helpful? Uh, yeah, sure. Could you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you yeah. just translate the words in Aramaic? Yathon lon hanyan? Yes. Um, so I'm going to go back up ahead where he quotes the, the Medrash more. Din hanyanli. Which is Dina. This one? These. Hanyan is from the Shon Hana'a. Or Na'e. They don't, they're not beautiful to me. <laughs> they're not giving me, they're not, they're, they're not good in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Yaton, sorry, Dina Hanayanli. These right. ones are not, right. this one, this one, sorry. Dina Hanayanli. This one is Na'e, is beautiful in my eyes. Yaton, those ones, Lo Hanayeli. Those ones were not giving me pleasure, we're not beautiful, we're not oh, no. um, It's interesting how even the one who's doing, the one who's already obeyed and that, that sort of path, mm -hmm. he's still going Avon Mechadash. There's like an, sure. there's still, there's still this, he might not be destroying worlds, but like, what, what this is speaking to me is like, there, you know, in every area of my life I could use to leave behind the past. Even in the areas mm -hmm. in which I have some sort of practice, like mm -hmm. to continue to just, yeah, to, to just start anew every right. time. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's 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 also that. look. And, and he starts by saying the ikar kocha tshuva is the, the ability to say rotsani b'chadashot. Mm -hmm. And then the way that that affects what I'm doing until this point either means the new thing that I'm the, that I'm yearning for means mm -hmm. getting taking a part of, of what I've been or what I've been doing and, and really removing it. Or continuing to do what I'm doing and just really like upping my game. 
you know, I'm being a lot more Ooh, of excuse it. Excuse me. Um, mm. Sometimes I was thinking about this recently that I just in terms of what you were bringing up, uh, Erica, mm. that um, like I'm doing it, but was I really doing it? Like was you know, like I was mm. let's say I was dumbing, but was it like really what it could have been, you know, or what I wanted to be? Um, that there's a uh, the word in Aramaic for a lot is nafish. Mm. Means much, a lot. Mm. And it's from the word nefesh, the word soul. And it's just kind of like putting those things together, it's having a soul, having your soul active in what you're doing means that there's just more of, of, of whatever it is. There's more of you, mm. there's more of the experience, there's more of the avoda, there's more mm. of the of the connection of the mitzvah, whatever it is, there's just there's a, there's a fullness to it. Nafish, right? It's like, so like I was doing it, but maybe my soul wasn't really there, or was just like really diminished. And I want nafish. Yisod kol haolam hi tshuva, right? The foundation of the entire universe is tshuva, from what he's said until now, right? Tshuva kan haolam. It's the power of creation. Vigam. It's just right? you need you need somebody to say these words. And it has to be somebody who wrote these words and the Rebbe wrote them. Vegam hachet yisodo koach hatshuvahu. The sin too. The the foundation of the sin is also the koach hatshuva. Tshuva is the foundation of the world. Tshuva is also the foundation of of all of your mistakes and of all of your sins. Tshuva mm. mekulkelat. It's a twisted kind of tshuva, an inside-out kind of tshuva. A sin is, a sin is an inside-out tshuva. It's a tshuva mikul kelet, a sort of corrupted tshuva. Distorted. I think that's probably the sort of thing. It's a distorted tshuva. Bi'im lo haya ha-koch hazelo, lo haya yechol levatel et ha-koch ha-tova ha-ratav If you didn't have the koch tshuva in you, you would have never had the ability to Choose to start doing sins. <laughs> to say, like, well, you know, I'm tired of being a good boy. I'm going to start stealing bubblegum. That desire of what was until now isn't good for me. It isn't good enough anymore. I want something. I'm going to change what I'm doing to do something new. That's kochachuva. That's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. I once, I once stole bubblegum. I remember stealing a pack of bubblegum. Big leak truth. The Rambam says you do vidui in, in public. I don't, think <laughs> I, ever, I don't think I ever did vidui for stealing a pack of big leak chew. I remember where it was. And, mm. yeah. Is that enough to just say that I did it? I don't know. But memory came back, you know. Um, maybe it happened more than once. I don't remember. <laughs> once I remember. But this is Kalachachuba. To, to say you could I'm, all that. <laughs> to say I'm going to transcend what I've been until now. I'm going to step beyond. I'm going to do something different. That's kochachuva. Rakhevan shebo kochachuva nimtza kil kelat hakochazev hafcholera. But since the strength, the power of tshuva, capacity for change is within the person, kil kelat hakochazev. They've used it in a distorted way. Vahafcholera and transformed it, or directed it towards something that isn't good. Lo tov lo derech hatov shel arata. Rak hara. 
He's just speaking that more. It's not good enough for this person, the good way, the good path they've been on till, this, till now. No. They just want Ra right now. Rahman al-Litzvan. God save us. Ve'apasuk miyaser shuvu banim shovavim. Your miyahu says, shuvu banim shovavim. Shovavim means like you uh, mischievous or way. I think it's often times wayward, wayward child. <laughs> Yelet shovav in, in modern Hebrew, shovav. Nafshi yeshovav, we say. Nafshi yeshovav, yeah. Um, mm. But uh, shovav or shovav. In modern Hebrew, it means like a, like kid's like a little shovav. devil, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, mischief, mischief. But so when, when your Miao Navi is telling us to do tshuva, he says, shuvu banim shovavim. Which could be return, repent, you wayward children. Right? That's how it's oftentimes translated. Hmm. But listen to what the Rebbe says. Ki omrim shuvu omrim. He said before, tshuva is not only for sinners, tshuva is also for tzaddikim. But when you're telling somebody, when the Navi is saying shuvu, come back, the Navi is talking to sinners. Mm-hmm. Talking to people who need to change what they're doing. That's what the Navi is trying to get them to do. V'amar lahem. And what is he saying to them? It's not so hard, it's not so difficult for you to come back. Mm-hmm. Because right now you're also in tshuva. Mm-hmm. In your sins, you're also, you're, you're in tshuva. Tshuva mikukelet. You're in a distorted tshuva. In a misguided tshuva. Come back, you children who are just making mischief of tshuva right now. You're walking away from, from tov, but you're, you're just doing tshuva. You're doing tshuva. You're just doing it in the wrong direction. I wonder if the... If he's, if, he may be getting into this letter. I hope I'm not ruining. But could it be that it's potentially easier in some sense to do the, the first type of tshuva that we mentioned, the Bechina of mm-hmm. destroying worlds, mm-hmm. because that person has already ex- exhibited their ability to do mm-hmm. tshuva, albeit a tshuva mekul kelet, as opposed to someone who wants to be mosif on avoda at this point, they don't have a, any tshuva to work off mm-hmm. of. They, don't, they can't redirect that. If you've never they, sinned, how... <laughs> they, they, well, not even never sinned, they, they don't have, they might have, they'll have to find uh-huh. that tshuva, but it, it can't be through redirecting it from a negative sense. Uh-huh. It has to be building it from a So I don't know if, I think later, actually, he's, he does talk about, like, what demands more. And I think he says the opposite. Ah. <laughs> but not, not in a sense of what's easier, but in a sense of, like, I think what he's saying here is, because it's not easy for somebody. Then what, what, what the Rebbe's saying here, Miyahu's doing is, it's the hardest thing for me to understand if Navi were to tell me that, that I'm doing tshuva when I'm worshipping idols. What are you talking about? Right? To actually hear that and get that message internalized, that's not easy. But what the Rebbe is telling us is, you think that you're, you've fallen into a bad way, it's accessible. You're on the same path. You're, you're using the same mm-hmm. koach. Yeah. You're using the same ability within you to do what you're doing right now, that you need to do what you want to be doing. It's the same ability. You don't have to turn into a different person to do it. You don't have to drink some magic potion that's like on a mountaintop somewhere. 
I mean, I feel like I could just read. I feel like I want to like cut yeah. this paragraph out and put it in my mouth and just read yeah. it to myself <laughs> like, over and over again. But there was a joke you reminded me of. I'm trying to remember the joke. Some joke about somebody reading an instruction in the Machs where like, you have to do tshuva, and so he like tries to do a sin before Yom Kippur. Uh. So he can do me <laughs> too. <laughs> Something like that. Fulfill all the shit does. It's kind of jokes because he didn't tell about Litvax. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, Gam Atva Shavavim Bechuva, Inken Rakla Hafoche Chuva Hamekul Kelet Litova Alechem Asot. All you need to do, all you need to do. It's also something really demanding. But what, what, what needs to happen here is not that you're, you don't know how to do Chuva and you need to go figure out what Chuva is. It's you have to identify the Chuva that you're doing. You have to identify the Kocha Chuva inside of you, the part of you that's able to say, I want. X and I'm going to do what it takes to do that and I whatever has been until now I don't need to be beholden to it that force that's taking you to where you are right now yeah. to take the places where that's been distorted and led you to a place that is not good for you right now and to use that same power to take you to a place that is good would the Rebbe still say that a person who's been on the wayward Shovavim path for a while still has that he'd You'd have shoot? to ask him. Yeah. You'd have to ask him. Because just like with uh, whatever we're doing, when we get overly, re- you know, habituated to it, like, are we, st- are we choosing still? Yeah. Are we? But, but even so, if you go back to where it began, hmm. it came you made from. a choice at some point. So, you know, and so, so even like if we've been doing something for, for years, or we've learned sort of certain ways to, to be in the world, there was a point where we, probably not consciously, but learned and accepted or decided that this is the way that I fit in this world, or this is the way that I respond to these kinds of scenarios. And so when, it, when, I, when that behavior, when that lifestyle, when that whatever it is, it's just dynamic, it's not working anymore, it's raw for me, and I want something different. So how am I supposed to change? I mean, this is who I am. How am I supposed to undo that? So the Rebbe is giving us an etza here. He's saying, find the koach chuva that's underneath, underneath all of that. There's a there's a, a, an ability that you have to create a world for yourself. Yes. And you did it, and you and even if you're not actively doing it right now, because you're used to to what you what you're doing, so you did it at some point. Okay, let's read. We're gonna get through like two more paragraphs here. Okay. Nachzor lahanal. Let's go back to what we spoke before. Hatshuva koach hayit hatshut beatzmo. Tshuva is the koach hitchashut be'atzmo. It is the capability of renewal, of making new. That is what tshuva is. The force of newness. The power of new. Min bri'abi It's as if it's its own species. It's its own creation. It's its own creature. Ki adam mitov libam. 
If two people are singing from the good in their hearts, each one feeling their own kind of joy that's different from the other person's joy. Even if they're singing the same tune, each one is revealing their own personal flavor of joy. So we could sing an igun together, we could be at a wedding together, singing for the Chatan Kala and be big smiles on our faces. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. But when I sing in, from joy, my happiness and you're singing from joy, your happiness, our happiness are not the same thing. Yours is yours, mine is mine. In your joy, when you're singing, in your joy, there's a part of your own being, your, your essence here, that is being revealed to you, within you. It's coming out through your joy. <laughs> when we talk about a person and their path, talk about a specific person and, and the way that they are, what we're talking about is we're talking about something of that person's essential content. Their token, their mm. inner etzim, their, their, what can, what, who they are on a, in a deep way, and their soul. Right. Uh, let's just t- take an example. So, yeah, such as such a friendly guy. So so nice. So like you know, fun to be around. So like you know, kind of magnetic energy. So it's not just that the person. It's not just some like a personality trait. There's a piece of that person that is revealed through that. Mm. The way that we are, the way that we do, expresses something of our soul. A person, again, I just want to remind us, we're learning, this is on Parsha Chayisar. Sorry, Chayisar is talking about Sarah Yemen at the end of her life. So this is all kind of talking in that context. But... <laughs> A person is, we describe somebody, okay, uh, as such and such a person, and they are that way, because of the things they've done their entire life, has built a persona, right? And some person could be a greater Person. We could look at somebody, what makes a great person? Well, they've, they've done lived a certain way. Mm. They've done certain things in their life that have contributed to creating that. Mm. But really what it's doing is that they've, they've done certain things that have brought out parts of their soul to bear. And that's what we're seeing in them. The Amagi Mikuznitz, he's uh, referring now to his, his Zaydi, the Amagi Mikuznitz. So we talk about great people, Magi Mikushnitz. How did he become the Magi Mikushnitz? Well, he was born a certain way. His soul was of a certain quality, but the things that he did throughout his life made him the Magi Mikushnitz. It made us see who he was. Okay, why did he say all this? He said all this in one sense, and then we'll read it in his words, to, to tell us that 
how we are is connected to who we are. Our way in the world does have a root in our personal, unique soul. The experiences we, our unique experiences of, of, of the life in the world around us are, are specific to us. We can have the same experience externally, but internally there's something Terrible. else happening. It's unique to because, because every, and this is something that's like a yesod in the Rebbe's Torah, mm-hmm. is that everything you encounter, every sensory phenomena, every experience, every avoda, there is a gilui hanefesh that's happening. The soul, the nefesh, is, is uncovering itself. is showing itself to you, to the world. Somebody who wants to, right, we talked about somebody who wants to they want to step beyond and overcome their actions or their behaviors. I'm not, it's not, I'm not satisfied with what I've been doing until now. Uvifrat right? There's there's somebody who wants to just overcome what they've done, the status quo, and, and do something more. But even more so, this is true of somebody who wants to mivatel their actions until now. They wanna press stop on that way, on that behavior. Lo et mivatel. You're not just undoing behaviors. You don't just have to overcome an action. Ever seen somebody like say to a smoker, like, well, just don't smoke. So there's people, I've heard people say like, well, they realize something, they stop smoking cold turkey, you know, but the entire body, you know, if, if somebody who's been smoking for a long time, their whole body is wired around the, the nicotine. And whatever uh, emotional things led them or were connected to what smoking means for them are also connected to, to, to yeah. the cigarettes. It's not enough yeah. to just say, like, put your, instead of putting your hand there and putting that thing in your mouth and letting it, put your hand in your pocket. <laughs> it's not enough. No. It's not enough. No. So, lo al ma'asav levad. It's not just actions that you have to mivatel if you want to truly make one of the, uh, a change of, of this nature. You need to overcome a piece of you. As I said before, the actions are parts of your essence that are coming out. When you want to mevatel your actions, you want to actually make a stop of certain actions, you have to Stop that part of you. There's part of you that you have to stop there. It's very connected with that idea when so how, if Hashem has a gzar din against someone, then what is doing chuv even going to work? Hashem can't change his mind. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly what the Rebbe said. It's once you're a different person, that gzar din doesn't apply mm-hmm. to you anymore. Right. So there's Rishonim who talk about how to feel at work. What you're tricking God, <laughs> you're changing God's mind. So and actually some of the Rishonim talk about no, like you, you transform your being. And so what was per, the way God was relating to you at that point, you've moved to a place where God's ready to relate to you differently. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, great. So he just told us how difficult the, the, the change really is. It's not enough to just say like, okay, hand, don't do that thing anymore. So what are you gonna what are you gonna do to if 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 it's yourself you got to deal with? What do you have to use against yourself? Mm. You would need something greater or stronger than your own self to overcome yourself. You can't do that alone because you've been with you this whole time. <laughs> it's not working, and this is where it's brought you. Um, can we it's just the miracle of you? I wouldn't bother to read and say it's a miracle. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. like, this is helping me understand the reason it's a miracle is because it preceded creation. So mm-hmm. it's mal, yeah. it's mal. Mm-hmm. It's not betochem as garret mm-hmm. of time and place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a miracle, mm-hmm. and we can attach yes. ourselves to to that mm-hmm. because our souls were here before also mm-hmm. the creation of the world. Mm-hmm. Mamash connected all of the materialist psychologists nowadays who are saying, no, we're all pre-wired, there's nothing, you can just trace a brain impulse, but we believe, no, it's not. It's, there is something above that we can tap into. Because if it wasn't just that, then for sure we would be the way we were the moment we were born. So, so I would say that it's not, it's, those two things aren't contradictory either. The Rebbe's saying here, oh, oh, you're wired. Right. But that wiring has come from a koach. There's, there's things that have happened... There's, there's a koach hatshuva that has chosen certain directions, and those directions are expressing part of your soul. And some of those things take hold in ways that aren't going to be good for you. But that's because you have koach hatshuva. And koach hatshuva can also be, is what can be used, mm-hmm. that same koach hatshuva can be used to, to rewire. I mean, if you want to get into, you know, neuroplasticity and all those things, you know, you can talk about it on, on that level. But uh, let's stick with yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I'm just, I'm feeling slightly confused from the simcha moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we're revealing ourselves through our simcha. Mm-hmm. Or is that, so we're revealing ourselves through our actions. And therefore, we're bound up in our actions. And therefore, is that kind of where he's Basically, going? Basically, why is it, what, what is it that you're feeling when you're singing a song that uh, Noach is singing the same song and he's feeling something different? Mm-hmm. What you're feeling is your chilek. It's your, your soul showing itself, coming out. So he's saying it's true with every action. And, and I think really what he's, what he's dissecting here is don't think that your tshuva is going to look like somebody else's tshuva. Yeah. You guys might be doing the same. <laughs> Maybe you were in cahoots together for years, you know? But what you have to do and what, what somebody else has to do, it's going to be a different story. Yeah. I, I think that on a basic level, that's what he's trying to flesh out for us. I, lo- I love this idea that like we we sort of leave ourselves in our actions like mm-hmm. very much speaks to me that like yeah there's a part of us that's doing the thing invested in the, mm-hmm. in the action that mm-hmm. connected I yeah okay so it's so there be left us with a question here if if it's you who have to overcome yourself how are you gonna overcome what, what do you got mm-hmm. what do you got Havanoda. There's five divisions of the soul. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai, Echida. And he's quoting the Zohar. Zohar says, something interesting, just the Zohar says that not all of the portions of the soul are 
come, come into you at once. That when you're born, you're given an nefesh. You're given the soul that animates your body. Your heart is pumping. Your lungs are breathing. Your blood is flowing. What's, what's the motor behind that? That's called the nefesh. Right? The nefesh hu adam, adam hu nefesh. The, the, the thing that makes blood flow through your veins and makes your heart pump. That is the nefesh. It's the soul that is alive beating inside of your body. Zachayat here, Yahabin If a person merits or is refined, mm. becomes more refined, so they're given a ruach. Okay, and so on and so forth. Mm. Therefore, when a person comes to return, as Rabbi said before, you need something stronger than yourself to overcome yourself. So he said, when you want to do tshuva, you have to draw into yourself a piece of your soul that is greater than you. Otherwise, you're not. A piece of your soul that has not yet been absorbed, that you haven't yet absorbed, you haven't yet like, uh, internalized. I think it's the perfect word. Nimshach uh-huh. internalized. There's a piece of your soul that you have not yet drawn into yourself and into, into that like identity of doing and all the things you do and all that. Right. There's there's a piece there's of you. Piece that's pure. There's, well, or not pure, but male. Fine. There's a but there's there's parts of you that are not yet integrated into how into your life. Wow, this is incredible. And there's always <laughs> parts of you that are not yet integrated into your life. There's always more. There's usually more. There's thousands. Of course. I'll just give you a mashal the Rebbe gives about the Chelkei HaNeshama in the end of the Chovat HaTamidim, one of the essays there. He says, a person is like a bottle with a funnel in its head. We have the Chalakim, you have like the wine inside of the bottle, you have the glass casing, you have the piece of the funnel that reaches into the bottle. And then you have the, the top, the mouth of the funnel that's beyond the bottle. <laughs> and then you have the wine that's pouring in. Then you have the wines coming from somewhere else entirely. Right? So maybe all I have is the wine in the bottle. Maybe I've got the wine and the glass casing in, and even the little funnel that's in there. Maybe I've, I've got that. But there's, there's parts of soul that are... <laughs> connected to me, but are not identified with me as I am right now. No, it's not my consciousness. Right. It's beyond me, but it's shayach to me. It's shayach to me. So, Rabbi saying here, there's, you have to, how are you going to overcome who you are until now? By drawing in more of you. Who you haven't been yet. Who you haven't been yet. Not somebody else, right? That's the whole thing here. Your tshuva is not somebody else's tshuva. That's mitkavera love. That's mitkavera love, small. Right? That's yes. What you saying? You know, the, the Kumar says when, when you learn the, the Torah of, uh, of a deceased person, their lips are moving in the grave. So. They're what in the grave? Their lips are moving in the grave. So, yeah. so it makes sense for you to keep saying the sentences that the Rebbe is about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Because that portion of you, of your soul, is greater than you are until now. So that is what gives you the power to overcome who you've been until now. 
And this is the essence of tshuva. Mi bina. Mi tavar od. Right? Tshuva lives in the realm of who? How am I supposed to overcome me by attaching myself to my who? How do I overcome me? Attached to me. To me. <laughs> That's where me and who become very... Lowercase me and our... That's where me and who become very... So, it's kind of like a, a conceptually powerful and mind-blowing and exciting. And the question always is, now, so what? Like, what, what do you really, what is it, how do you do this? What does this mean? What do you do here? What do I do here, right? Um, I guess I'm curious, we're not going to, you know, I had other things in mind, but it's late. So, but I just, maybe we just want to hear if anybody has like a, you know, what is this? What does this say to you? Like, there was, we got excited by this. Like, what? <laughs> what is exciting here? What is intriguing here? What's? Many of these recordings are from Rabbi Ami's ongoing weekly classes given at Yeshivat Sharei Shalom in Jerusalem. For more information, go to shalom.org.il forward slash about. This podcast is supported in part from a grant from the Hadar Institute. The music is by Rav Daniel Kohn. The audio engineer is David Kwan. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.